welcome to the Sensitive and Soulful Show. If you're the type of person who's often heard that you're too sensitive, you're too emotional, you're just too much, this is your place. Hi, my name is Alyssa Boyer and I'm a mentor for highly sensitive people. My mission in life is to help other highly sensitive souls learn how to embrace their sensitivity as a gift. Each week, I will share tools, tips, and stories for you to learn how to lean into your sensitivity and learn how to work with it instead of fighting against it. I believe the world is a better place when more sensitive, deep-feeling people feel comfortable and confident in their skin, and I can't wait to show you how. So, get comfy, and let's dive in. Hey everybody. Okay, I'm really excited for today's topic because this is something that is really alive for me, really prevalent in my life at the moment, and I feel like anytime I am really passionate or fired up about something, I can talk about it more easily and more effectively. So, today we are going to be talking about triggers and how we can work through our triggers in a healthy way. And how we can really see our triggers as something that can be actually used positively to improve ourselves and improve our lives. So, for me, I have been feeling triggered lately. Oh my gosh, it has been tough. It has been super uncomfortable. And I have been in it. So, I have been getting more and more negative, disapproving, just outright rude comments on Instagram lately. And I guess it's what you might call some haters, (laughs) which, you know, that's how you know you've made it. I'm just kidding. But as my page has grown, it's been like a little bit nerve wracking because it just opens me up to a wider audience of people, which naturally opens you up to more criticism. And I have definitely been feeling that. And it's been super uncomfortable and super challenging for me to navigate, especially as a highly sensitive person and someone who is very much a recovering people pleaser. Like one of my greatest fears is being disliked and being disapproved of. It makes me so uncomfortable and it's happening in real time. It is happening to me. So I can really speak very much from this place of like, if you're feeling triggered, like I am right there with you. Just to kind of define what I mean by triggers as I'm talking about them in this episode, triggers are something that invokes a reaction from you. Usually you're going to feel upset, angry, frustrated. It's just that immediate like visceral reaction where you're like, oh, I am so triggered right now. And it's like very primal sometimes that feeling. It's just like very quick and it can be a little bit overwhelming. So the other day... I I got a woman commenting on one of my posts about my experience with chronic illness, and she just basically had a, a very long, disapproving, like, critical comment, but it wasn't like a constructive criticism comment. It was something that was meant to be hurtful just based on the language she used, and it definitely hurt my feelings, and I definitely was immediately triggered. It, like, made my stomach drop. And then, you know, so I'm like learning how to deal with comments. Sometimes I delete them if I don't, if it doesn't feel good. Other times I might leave them. In this case, I left this comment and then it ended up being that like two other people commented on hers and 
were kind of like ganging up against me and talking about how I was not a good person, essentially. And reading these comments made me sick to my stomach. Immediately, I was upset. I was physically shaky and my mind was racing. I was like, because I'm a recovering people pleaser, it's very easy for me to go to this default of like, I'm a bad person. I did something wrong. I need to fix this. I need people to like me. It's like just an overwhelming feeling. Um, And so that's kind of what happened to me. I was like, wow, this is like really triggering me. And I was just super bothered by it. And for me, thankfully, I have been doing a lot of work on myself over the past like five years. So I'm very aware now of like my insecurities and things like that. So for me, I've, I've come to learn that anytime we're triggered, it's an opportunity to heal something within ourselves. Like I like to think of triggers as kind of just a signal from our body that there's something that's a little bit deeper beneath the surface that needs to be examined. And so that's kind of what I was seeing in this instance. I was like, okay, I'm really triggered. What What is coming up for me personally? I think that's really empowering because it brings ownership back to ourselves. I think it's super disempowering when you view triggers as just something that like pisses you off and it's only the other person's fault and there's nothing we can do about it because then it's like we're just going to walk around being upset easily all the time and it's just going to fester and live inside of us. And so I think when we can view triggers as something to reflect back on for ourselves, it's really empowering and it's a way to become more resilient in the face of triggers in the future because it's only part of our human experience to have things happen that upset us. It's just like part of the deal of being here on earth. And so I think when we can take steps to become more neutral to things like this, it is really helpful. When you're taking ownership of your how you're feeling triggered, that doesn't mean that like other people's behavior is acceptable. You're choosing not to let their behavior determine the type of day you're going to have or the type of mood you're going to be in. So in this instance, I don't think these women handled the disapproving comments very well. I think that if they wanted to be more help, like actually genuinely helpful, they could have sent me a message privately and just expressed their thoughts in, you know, in a kind way. But instead, it was very much like meant to be hurtful. And so I kind of had to remember that Oftentimes people are writing comments like this because they personally are triggered and they may not even recognize what's below the surface for them. So that's on them. That doesn't mean that it's okay to be rude to people. That doesn't mean I'm like accepting it, but it kind of helps when I can remember that a lot of times these things are not personal. People say things because they've had past hurts and they've had their own issues. And so They may be coming from this hurt place that they don't even realize. And then to share how I kind of looked at myself with this trigger and kind of looked at what was below the surface there. When I first read those comments, I immediately was like, oh my gosh, I did something bad. I'm a bad person. Like, I need to fix this right away. And I quickly realized that this is related to this feeling I've often had where I need to be likable. I need everyone to think I'm great in order for me to be good enough. And 
if one person doesn't like me, then I better do everything in my power to make them like me. And this is a very insecure way of living because we can't make everyone like us. It's literally impossible. And my worthiness does not depend on if every single person likes and approves of me. It's really important for me to validate myself and take ownership of my own worthiness and find my worthiness by just being myself, just being who I am. If me being good enough is dependent upon other people thinking well of me, then I am always going to be fighting a losing battle because, like I said, it's impossible. Not everyone is going to like us, and that's just part of life. So when I was witnessing this behavior within myself and witnessing how this was really triggering me, it was definitely an opportunity for me to validate myself. I looked at my post again. I looked at all of the beautiful comments I got because there was like 98% of them were amazing, wonderful comments. And I was like, you know what? I am proud of myself for this post. What I shared here was a huge part of my journey that was life-changing for me, and I am sharing this with the best of intentions because I know it's helpful. Hi friend, I'm so excited to tell you about a brand new free resource that I have created for highly sensitive people. It's called the Sensitive Shadow Archetype Quiz. So my intention with creating this quiz was to really help you work through the specific struggles that can plague you as a highly sensitive person. Throughout the years of working with highly sensitive people, I have really identified four common struggles within HSPs, overwhelm, self-doubt, insecurity, and people-pleasing. So in this quiz, you will learn which of these four common struggles is really your shadow archetype. So we have the harsh self-critic archetype, we have the over-responsible people pleaser, we have the overwhelmed one, and we have the chronic second guesser. Because here's what I wholeheartedly believe. Your sensitivity is not the issue. It's not the reason that you have a hard time. It's not the reason that you're second guessing yourself. It's actually the conditioning that has happened to you as a result of being highly sensitive in an insensitive world. I know, it's a lot. So my hope for you is that this quiz will give you awareness around the things that you're kind of struggling with and that you will gain the tools then to really own and embrace all parts of yourself. So the cool thing about this quiz is that you also get a free mini training along with it. And in the mini mini training, I give you actionable tools and tips that you can implement into your life right away so that you can really start seeing positive change. So head to the link in the show notes to take this quiz and get the mini course for free. And let me know how it goes for you. I can't wait to hear how it supports you. I also kind of came to the realization, and this is something I'm repeating all of the time, which is that we can survive being disliked. We can survive it we can handle it. And that was a perfect opportunity for me to witness that experience. Like, okay, here's somebody that doesn't seem to like me. And guess what? I'm still standing. It's uncomfortable, but I can withstand it. As I grow, as this account grows and all of that, I know like I'm going to get more negative comments. I'm going to get more people disapproving me. But 
each time it happens and each time I sit with it and I tell myself, I can handle being disliked, I can survive it, my ability to withstand it grows. Also, it's my page and I take ownership of it. So if I don't like a comment, it is up to me to delete it if I want to do that. I'm also taking steps to get somebody to work with me and help me out with comments and things like that. So I'm just sharing all of this very transparently to give you kind of some tangible ways I personally am working through my own challenging triggers because it comes up in so many different ways for us. And so it's really helpful to examine and see where we can take ownership of the experience. Because if we looked at this in a different way, if I let those triggers run my life and totally deteriorate me, it might look like me getting off of Instagram and being like, oh, it's just not worth it. That would me be me letting the the people, the haters win. That would be me letting the triggers overtake me. So when I can come at it from an empowered stance, when I can take some action steps to become more neutral to this, it's much more empowering and it's a much better, in my opinion, better way to live because it allows us to do more and live more fully. You'll know when you're becoming more neutral to things that used to trigger you because you'll find that the same, you know, when the same situation happens down the road, you're not going to be as affected by it. It's not going to give you that same visceral reaction. That's how you know you've done some work around it. Here's another thing that triggers me that I think maybe some of you can relate to. So I want to share a couple examples because I think stories are always helpful, so hopefully you can see yourself in in some of the stuff that I share here. So something that's really triggering for me as well is when I feel like people aren't listening to me. It makes me feel like my words are not important, that I'm not important, that my voice doesn't matter. It is such a pet peeve of mine. I even hate when I'm telling a story and then the other person is looking for someone else to talk to where they're looking like disinterested, whatever. Of course, I'm such an empath, so it's super easy to notice all of those body language things. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's so triggering. <laughs> it just is tough. So this is me making meaning out of something that might not even really mean anything. I feel like I need to reiterate over and over that when we work through our triggers, it doesn't mean that we're saying the other person's behavior is okay and acceptable. I don't think it's very good manners to look around when someone else is talking or to not listen. I don't think that's a kind thing to do necessarily. People are people. Things are going to happen. We don't want to walk around being angry about every single thing. So in this example where I get often triggered by not being listened to, feeling ignored, it's really like when I look deeper, it's me feeling like I don't matter. My words don't matter. I'm not seen as valuable. People don't respect me. I'm not important. It's like this whole deeper thing. Something I found really helpful to do is kind of to question this. Is it really true that I don't matter? Is it really true that this person kind of looking around the room means that they don't respect me and they don't think my words are important and that I'm just worth being ignored. Is that the truth? Most likely, it is not the truth. Most likely, I am making a bigger meaning out of this situation 
because this has been something that's triggered me in the past. We're going to be more triggered by things that hit on our insecurities. I remember I was always more of a shy person and I remember feeling like awkward in middle school and feeling like when I spoke up, I just didn't always sound sure of myself and I didn't always feel like people were listening to me or respecting me. And so I think I could sometimes carry some of that into adulthood and just assume that I still come across that way, like this timid person that no one actually wants to listen to. So it's definitely an insecurity of mine that I've had to kind of work through. In this instance, the self-work really comes to working on my own self-worth and validating myself. If you haven't noticed, a big theme here is validating ourselves and looking within and seeing, okay, what is this hitting on? What insecurity is this hitting on? And what can, what can I do to help me feel more neutral about this? So if I'm feeling unimportant, not respected, not worth listening to, then what can I do to make myself feel like I am worth listening to, that I am respected? Well, we have to give that to ourselves. We have to show that to ourselves. So that might look like speaking up when I need something because I am sharing that what I need matters, that my voice matters. Another thing that you can do in the moment if you're feeling like someone isn't listening to you is you can say in a very confident way, hey, what I'm sharing with you is like really important to me. Would you mind if we could just like really focus on this for a little bit here? I just want to, it's really important to me that I get this across to you. And I think it's all about in our delivery because sometimes like if our energy feels unsure, then that can come across. And it's really interesting how our energy has such an impact on the people around us. You know, the people that are super confident and they kind of walk into a room and they demand respect, that's because they have confidence and they have self-respect for themselves and they know that they matter and their voice matters and dang, people should listen to them. And so you kind of want to learn to embody that for yourself and find ways to validate yourself and show yourself that your voice does matter and your needs do matter. And again, there are going to be people out there who sometimes just don't have good manners and they don't listen very well and it it might trigger up that old insecurity. But as much as you can, turning the focus back to yourself and doing the work around building your own self-confidence and your own self-worth has such a massive impact on how you will feel affected by the people around you. Because when we respect ourselves on a deep level, It's a really like, again, energetic thing. People will automatically feel that from us and understand, oh, this this person, they demand respect. So as you can tell from the two examples I shared here, underneath our triggers are often an insecurity, something related to our past, maybe something that happened that was traumatic for us. There are just going to be certain things that trigger us versus like, There are going to be moments that might be annoying to someone else, but they don't bother you a bit. 
And that's because it's not something that is a deep insecurity for you. And so I think that, like I've shared, hopefully you'll see that it's really empowering to kind of look at triggers as a signal that there might be something below the surface. Like, let's look a little bit deeper. I've now found, and this sounds nerdy, but I've now found it kind of like interesting. Every time I'm triggered, okay, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Like, let's see, see what's going on. And it's really been a great journey to find myself becoming less and less triggered by things that used to bother me a lot. And of course, there are other factors and times where you're going to be more triggered than others. Like, say you didn't get enough sleep the night before. Maybe you're feeling hormonal. Maybe you have an extremely busy day and you're overstimulated. Hello, HSP life. In those times, you might be more triggered. So that's another thing to look at is like if you're having one of those days where everything is upsetting you and like your kid crying is like really, really getting to you and your husband is driving you crazy, like also kind of know that sometimes we're just going to be more triggered because of the environment we're in or how we're feeling physically. And it's really important to be gentle with ourselves in those moments too. But I hope that you found this podcast informative and maybe helped you look at your triggers in a different and more empowering way. I think that journaling is one of the most powerful tools we can have. And so I would also say if you're kind of noticing the same triggers coming up for you, get curious. Sit down and journal about it. Kind of like look at it like a puzzle. Like, okay, what's what's going on here? Why is this bothering me so much? What's at the root of this? And what steps could I take to feel more neutral toward this? In some situations, I should add, like some situations, if you're constantly being triggered by a person and they are not treating you well, then that's an opportunity to set a boundary. And I would highly recommend you checking out my episode on boundaries as the way we teach people to treat us, because that's a perfect example. So like I said, triggers are always something that is alerting us. It's a signal from our bodies that there is something deeper going on, and it's an opportunity to work through it. I am sending you so much love, and let me know if this episode was helpful for you. I I can't wait to hear what you think. Thank you so much for joining me. If you like this podcast, please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share it with a friend who might need it. And I can't wait to chat with you next time. Sending you all the love. Talk soon.